I think we're ready. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Would, I would agree. Welcome back to the COG Weekly Podcast, Season 3, Episode 30. I'm having some great Dasani water. Dasani, yeah. It, it's really nice. Yeah. Remember when we used to like always have like a different drink? It was sometimes like Gatorade. You always Gatorade, have the huge. The large drink. <laughs> the huge like and, Voss. Yeah, the Voss or yeah. the, what, what is it? The, it's not the smart water, it's the essential water. The alkaline. Oh gosh, they're so. Yeah. Okay, but I remember like there was an episode like a season and a half ago where we like raided Power Raid. So maybe not going back to that. Did we? We did. I oh, like, I think we did, yeah. the, This is the orange power right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, before we get into the podcast, just a quick note. We're not live right now, as you can tell. This is premiering, which is a little bit different. I think it's premiering at 8 p.m. on May 9th. Yes. Uh, we're recording it same day. On YouTube. Yeah. Um, yes, on YouTube. And it will be premiering technically at the same exact time on Spotify and Apple and everywhere else. So that's kind of nice that everyone can watch it at the same time from the same place. And we are transitioning to doing that uh, from, uh, we might go back to live podcasts for a couple weeks, but in the future. If the will, time doesn't yeah, work out, yeah, yeah. scheduling. Especially in the future, um, as we go into the summer, like deeper into the summer, we might switch to premiering most of our episodes because we're going to have special guests. One that we're going to touch on right now, just give a little hint, we're, we're interviewing a professional player from the Las Vegas Lights tomorrow. So that's going to be super fun. We've got a lot of really cool questions to Very ask cool. him. Um, expect it to be really laid back and casual so that it's just something fun for you guys to listen to, to sort of get insight on a pro's life and how I mean, our mission with these interviews is sort of to, to connect you to players in a way that other people don't to, to show you that they're real people and they're funny and they can just have a good conversation. Yeah. So just expect it to be like that. And not, yeah, recording tomorrow, but not released tomorrow, yeah. I don't think. So just in the future, in the next couple of weeks, for sure. Um, you can keep an eye out for that. But... Yeah, 100%. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. We do have one thing to show you guys, which is beautiful. We have added it in the last five minutes. We were just thinking, why not? We need it. Yeah. And it's everyone's it, been asking for it. So many all the DMs comments, and tweets yeah. and whatnot. It's like we need this, we need this. So we're finally tending to it. I know the producer in the back can't hold back his yeah. laughter and his smile right his now. His excitement, but just pure joy. It is a producer cam, and you guys will now be able to see producer Sutton when he answers questions that we throw at him. I know last episode we uh, we did predictions and Sutty predicted for me, and so it'd be good if you guys could see him while he does that. Yeah. So. Without further ado, just give them a show of your face. Say hi to the doesn't have to be people. Long, can they see? Can they see you? What? Yeah, I transitioned. Sweet. They can see Sadi. Say wave to the camera. There say it hello is. to everyone. Nice. That's producer Sutton. You that's can all, Yeah, now. that's all you needed. That's all. Um, you needed. but yeah, it, it's great that we have that. Um, for you guys to see him whenever he's included in the podcast. He's even more handsomer than you thought. I'm oh, sure. Oh, he's he's definitely more handsome than yeah. you thought. He's one of the most handsome in the room yeah i mean we, top, there's three, top three for sure there's three very handsome men top, top three for room, sure but he's definitely yeah. top three and i mean compared to the rest of the world we're looking top very high percentage <laughs> so, yes. uh, but yeah without further ado shall we shall we get into the podcast i think we should perfect so we're gonna start as always with the sony of the week if we can get that screen rolling with the three choices Perfect stuff. The three this week are Rodrigo, Cucurea, and Lautaro Martinez. Um, three very good players. 
two or three that you might not see in in the I think one candidates. one for sure one for sure yeah. but you know the p- pure passion that he expressed after school oh, I mean, yeah. deserves him but let's start with Rodrigo yeah yeah um so Rodrigo if you guys didn't watch the Champions League semifinal between Man City and Real Madrid had an absolute field day scoring two 90th minute goals sending Real Madrid into extra time and just what a performance incredible I mean we'll we'll talk about the game um after we finish up the Hassani choices, but incredible game. And then also to he came off the bench, I believe, correct? Uh, um, let me let me check real quick. To, to you know, make sure. obviously City did score first, and that put them up um, five to three on aggregate. And then um, just for Real Madrid to come back once again, he came off the bench from yes. a bench player um, who has scored a brace. Um, I'm sure you'll remember last week he was on the Hassani of the week for a brace um, to win them the league, but he's on it again for a brace for even higher stakes almost, yep. um, but incredible performance. The two goals were class as well. Yes, 100%. Very good goals. Very high stakes, like you said. Very good performance. We were, we were in the studio. We were watching. we were in yeah. the studio. So right now, like we said last episode, we're kind of working full time on mm-hmm. Class on Grass at the moment. Um, and meeting with a lot of people, a lot of experts in the field to try and sort of figure out what the best path for our company and our podcast and all of that stuff is. Mm-hmm. So we've been in the studio a lot um, and we happened to be in the studio while that game was happening. So producer Sutton, me and Mac were all in here and we were watching the game. We were going absolutely Crazy. bonkers yeah. when that It was that the limbs. Ball, it, was, it was absolutely. It was limbs. It was fantastic. But yeah, it was, it was a great day for, for RAL fans in that moment and later on in the game. But like you said, we'll touch on that later. The next player that we have to highlight for Hassani of the week... Have to. ...is Mark. Mark Cucurella. Mm. Cucurella, Cucurella, however you want to say it. I think there's a song that my dad keeps singing. Cucurella, Cucurella. I don't know if that's actually a real song. I don't know. Let me look it up. Maybe he made that up. Yeah, I honestly, Is it a chant that for his name? Uh, well, I would be surprised if my dad knew... Like a chant. Now, I don't see anything when I look it up. I think my dad just made that up. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's it's great to see. He's a diehard. He is a Seagull. diehard Britain fan. Um, um, but it was a really good performance. It was. I, I, um, I couldn't watch, but I did see the scoreline four nil Seagulls over Manchester United, which does not. It has never happened, and I don't think it will happen. Well, we've beaten for them before, Glen yeah. Murray, with a hat trick a couple years yeah, ago. But, but to never 4 0. Went by 4 0, um, shut out one of you know the top teams with history wise, obviously not doing well this season. But I mean, it's more, would you say it's more embarrassment for Man United or more joy for Brighton? Because Brighton's not really playing for much right now. No, yeah, I think we're in ninth at the moment. Let me bring up the table. Just to make sure, but I do. Yeah, I think we're in ninth, so it's not it's not a huge deal if we lose a couple games or win a couple games yeah. towards the end of the season. We're on forty seven points, and I mean that's that's what uh, fifteen or so above the drop. So I don't see mm-hmm. really anything happening there. I don't even think it's possible. So we're we're sort of just coasting. Um, we're also relatively far away from. I mean, we're not we're not super far away. We're, we're Eight points, eight points from, from Europe, yeah. but I don't think that's Conference either going to happen. No, I think it'd be tough to knock off West Ham. Yeah, I mean, it's just like they would have to lose every game and we'd have to win every game. Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't look like really anything is going to happen other than just maybe a shift in placement uh, for the final day. 
Um, but yeah, not a huge deal for us. Much bigger deal for Man United, who are looking to retain Europa League and were looking to get Champions League, but now it's not possible. <laughs> After that game, Ronaldo was gutted, or not quite gutted, but but it was it was laughable for him. He was on the post laughing a couple times throughout the game. Yeah. And but it was it was a very good performance from Brighton Hove Albion. My team, if you didn't know, I have a Brighton scarf right here. Mm. Hopefully they can see. I don't know if they can. Sadie, can they see my Brighton scarf? No. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, kind of, they can. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was a close one, but they could. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a Brighton fan. And so that was a great game for, for me to watch. And some really good performances. A first goal from Moises Caicedo who's really come into his own over the past couple of weeks. A first goal for Mark Cucurella, who had a fantastic performance on top of the goal, and then a Pascal Gross goal. And the Did last you... goal was, was it? I don't even remember. I can so see games. the goal. I don't know who it was. Yeah. It was, uh, oh. Was it was it... Leandro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, I was, wa- so I did watch the highlights off of, um, you know, Mark Goldbridge. Um, yeah huge fan of his and uh he after the first goal with Caicedo he explained that man you actually were close to buying him um mm-hmm. at one point and I had no idea about that but apparently he was that high profile um well, of a talent yeah and he was like we could have bought him and then he just goes and scores for uh, for Brighton against us um, not four goals fortunately for no yeah United, that'd be incredible and that yeah, that'd be insane <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah I you know you got to feel for Mark um you know he's it, you do it was he's a great fan it and was, loyal but yeah it's one of the toughest and they did say it was um the lowest points man united will finish a season in a long time in like 60 or so yeah, years which um, is craziness even if they went out their next all their other games it's still going to be the lowest amount of points yeah. which i mean what they're still in 6th right now yeah they're in 6th which is kind of crazy points, it but... just shows their history that yeah, they've just been at the top for so long that they really have a sixth place finish is bad. And it's not only really a sixth place finish, but it's that you know that's relatively low points. Yeah, for uh, sixth place. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's not good from the club. I don't really know what Ten Hag is feeling right now after watching that game. He might be a little bit nervous considering he's walking into a club that just lost four 0 to Brighton. But it, then again. You have to give it to Brighton. We are a fantastic side right now. Fantastic. Well, at home as well, which we did touch on in yeah, the, the Cog Derby. But, I mean, at home where you don't score or win a lot yeah, of games. Yeah, we never win at home. And you win 4-0, one of your biggest victories, like, ever. Yeah. Like, incredible from you guys and inspiring uh, for all of football. But the last Hassani candidate is Martinez from Inter Milan, who... We're down against Empoli uh, 2-0 at one point, and he scored two goals in their 4-2 comeback win to then uh, stay in the title fight. I believe they're two points off of AC Milan, who are in first um, with, uh, what is it, two more games? Three more uh, games? Right now they're at 36, and there's 20 in the league, so, so yeah, 38 games. Two more games, two more games remaining left. two points away, so it's still <clears throat> in their hands, but... A crucial win, crucial goals for him. Yeah, no, um, he's a great player. He's one of Inter's finest and one of Argentina's finest. And I mean, it was Argentina. It, yeah, oh, he's he's yeah. got that. And yeah. behind you, you do have matching oh, set here. I didn't even know. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. I 
I don't. I have the Nike Pursuit of the Dream shirt on. It's like Italy a I bit. Mean, it matches you got the red, yeah. white. I mean, and USA Pursuit of the Dream, mm. right? I mean, they're they're pursuing a dream. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it matches. What do you think about I, that, Sadie? Yeah, Sadie, what do you think about that? Let's no, let's switch it to this on camera. I probably fit better, right? Yeah, you got it. Now speak. Once you get there, then like, I want to I want to test if this works. I don't know if they can hear me. I think they can. Uh, I'll just move mine around. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. Does not have the Adidas logo. Mine does not. Yeah, so the yeah, I see that the throwback um, Maradona one and Messi one does not. But I mean, this is it. Just shows time, you know. Yeah, the, no, it, it definitely you know, does the movement of time and everything like that. But uh, good, good observation. Yeah, I just I, I noticed yeah. it, was, it was nice. Um, well, actually, yeah, I noticed that you didn't notice the Lautaro. So it's a, like a triple whammy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that worked really well. Our team jersey yeah. to the back. Um, but yeah, Inter are doing pretty well right now. Two games left, two points between them. That's arguably a closer title race than we have in the Premier League. Um, Und- is, underrated title race. It is, and it's between two of the biggest rivals ever. So, who are you? Do you, who do you like more? Do you like AC more? Really? Well, I like Inter's jerseys more. I mean, just look behind me. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you have to. You I have I, to. I support them. He's watching over. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching over. Yeah, uh, he's dead. So. No, he's not, but his, his, his spirit is still. Yes. It, it's in every jersey. He wore the jersey, right? Yeah. So, and yeah, signs. There you go. Yeah. That's why we don't give away the address. Facility. <laughs> or give away the jerseys. <laughs> like we said. In oh the past. my gosh. Yeah. I remember when we said that. Yeah. So many crazy things have been said on this podcast. Yeah. But yeah, that concludes the three <laughs> candidates for Hassani of the week. We, can um, we check have to out... decide our first one, and then we'll move over to the ratings screen. Yeah. But first, um, who are we saying? I think it's quite obvious who I might want, but who are we saying? Well, for me, it's Rodrigo. He's had a, a second bite at the cherry, as um, a lot of these commentators say, the British ones. Um, second bite at the cherry. Yeah, he had it last week, fell short to Richarlson, Um but this week he's come back again with two goals in the 90th plus minutes of a Champions League semifinal. It's just it has you have to give it to him and two uh, of the best. He's made them. He's pay. made them pay, and that completes a wonderful brace. Yep, that I think concludes. I mean, exactly yeah. who needs to get the Hassani of the week for this week? The H O T W. Yep. Of season three, episode thirty-nine. Congratulations. Thirty. Thirty-nine. Thirty. Thirty-nine. Rodrigo goes. Yep. Congratulations on go. getting the Sunny of the Week for season three, episode thirty. Thirty. Nine. Thirty. <laughs> no, not nine. Uh, thirty-nine. Nine. nine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nine. No, nine. the I was I was doing journey. Yeah. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. <laughs> nine. nine. Nice. Um, yeah. Now let's switch over to the rating screen because we need to give him a rating for this performance. I'm going to get the rating screen up on my computer real quick because we obviously don't have the live stream uh, fully mm. reflected. Where would it be? Recent. It would be in recent in the drive. There it is. Um, so as you guys can see, the top three of the ratings are Benzema Benzema and Gabriel Jesus. And the bottom three are Richarlison, Ronaldo, and Sterling. Recent edition Richarlison. Yes. As of last episode. But where do you think he falls? Obviously, there are players in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are the top and the bottom. So where do you think he falls with this performance? Mm. Well, you know, it's one thing to score two goals um, in a full game. And then to also 
come on sub on and score uh in the 90th plus minute that's very rare to do and very hard to do and i think i'm looking at around maybe an an, an 8.4 which is something we that's gave respectable that's something we gave erickson um for his i believe four four goals in a week when he had uh, the denmark international break and with brentford yep. as well um you know those are obviously two completely different things but i think um not quite in the top three where you see Jesus Benzema with those incredible performances, which is three or more goals. Um, but I think for uh, 8.4. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. I think he's similar to that Kelleher yeah. or Ericsson Mark. Kelleher won it because he won the Carabao Cup yep. in a penalty shootout and he played well. But, you know, it, it's really good performance for, for Rodrigo. It sent them through. It allowed them to go into extra time. And, I mean, it's it's and the largest stage barring the World Cup final or Champions League final. So I would argue it's very, very good performance. And I would say that the only reason he's not up there with Benzema is he was a sub. He didn't play the whole game. He didn't score a hat trick. Yeah. And I don't he didn't score the, the deciding goal of mm-hmm. the tie. So with that being said, I'll go with 8.35. Okay. Which puts him at then an 8.35. Three seven five. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, that is. We're getting deep into the numbers now. What did you put him at? Eight point four. Yeah. Now I put him at eight point three five. Eight point three seven five. Yep. Okay. Yep. There it is. So eight point three seven five. That's we're going to the thousandth place. Well, it, when it comes down to the final Asani of the year, it'll really. It's on gonna this. really come down to the, you know, the thousands, ten thousands place, hundred thousands place. So. Uh, but congratulations. Rodrigo goes. Rodrigo. In season three, episode 39. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just 30. Yeah. Um, but yeah, moving on from the Hassani of the week, the, you know, the, the trademark Cog Weekly the thing that we do. I don't really know if you would call it segment. Segment. Trademark yeah. Cog Weekly segment. Moving on from that. We're going to go over last week's predictions and some of the games that happened over this past week, starting with Bournemouth versus Nottingham Forest. Uh, I mean, we, it, so it was a Sutton prediction um, with all of these uh, for Leo, which you'll, you'll see later. I think there, it wasn't worse than Leo probably would have done, but it's not better, I don't think, um, in the you know amount that he predicted that no, he got it's wrong. Be- it's better than I've been doing. Yeah. So it didn't hurt him. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it helped him. It, but uh. But you also can't say anything. No, I can't either. Yeah, we'll talk about the records. Later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, first game was a championship matchup. It was if Bournemouth won, they were promoted. If Nottingham Forest won, they would go in ahead of Bournemouth going into um the final game of the regular season and. Bournemouth came out on top with a 1-0 win. It was uh, a pretty late goal off of a set piece, and um, that earned them um, automatic promotion in second place. So now first and second are uh, secured, and then the playoffs start later this week. Uh, how, do, how do you feel about Bournemouth going up here? Um, are, would you put them in the same category as like a Norwich um, or a Fulham? where they have gone up in the past, but then get relegated right away. Because 
When they did get relegated, that was the first time in a little bit, right? Yeah, no, they'd been in the Prem for quite a while. Um, obviously, they had that historic rise yeah. from League One. Yeah. And then Championship and then Premier League. So it was sad to see them go because they had that, that huge impact in English football, getting all the way to the Prem, and then stayed there for quite a while. But, you know, every team has their time come, especially when you only get 7,000 fans in your stadium. They have a really small Smallest stadium, in the prem, yeah. which hurts their revenue from ticket sales and I think makes it so that generally they have a smaller following. Yep. They're in a smaller town. So, um, yeah, it's it's it, it was like expected and understandable that they went down, but also great that they were able to gain automatic promotion getting that second place spot. I really like some players in their squad. They have Todd Cantwell, of course, who is of a course, previous Swag XI Swag Eleven yeah. contender. <laughs> we all know about that. About and <clears throat> he might not make it in again, yeah. considering his lack of performances in Europe's top five leagues. Yeah, but um, he is still a player that we really respect. I also, really like Dominic Solanke, who will. Now, it's it's not guaranteed that any of these people will be. Uh, in the Premier League next year, but I would assume that mo- some most of the guys I'm saying will be. Yeah. Also, Ryan Christie, who came from Celtic, who is a really solid midfielder. I actually really like watching him play. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I think uh, that yeah. I think that it's a good squad coming up into the Prem. I think it's definitely championship quality. Um, just looking at these players, like you said, some of them have had some time in the Premier League. Um, Philip Billing, I'm also a huge fan of, who uh, was with Huddersfield when they were in the Prem. Um, and a couple have left over with Lerma and other players, but also they picked up Gary Cahill, um, who is with them, who's going to be great for experience. I'm sure they'll keep him on the squad, even if he doesn't play. Um, Lloyd Kelly played uh, for Bristol, I believe, for a little bit coming over. He was a great fullback. Jamal Lowe, also from Swansea, um, last year he came over, a good goal scorer. So it's a solid championship team. I would agree. And they've got some experience. Yeah, with experience mixed in. I mean, Solanke scored the second, second amount of goals um, in the championship this season. Behind, it might even be higher than 30 now. It's 30-something. Um, but I think that's that's more of like a Ivan-Tony situation for me. Um you know, can he produce in the Premier League? And he had exactly 30 goals in all competitions, 29 in the championship, and then seven assists in, in 48 games. So 37 in 48 for contributions yeah. is really good. But, you know, you see Timu Puki doing that when he's in the championship. You see Mitrovic doing that when he's in the championship. Neil Mape did that when he was in the championship. Tony. Tony. You know, it's it's so different being a championship striker that puts those numbers up yeah. and then being a Premier League striker that puts relatively good numbers up. Yeah. So... I, it's going to be hard. Dom Solanke is a good player. But, I mean, the whole Bournemouth team is going to, I think, struggle in the Premier League if they don't get new additions. That yeah, being I think said, they, they have, definitely, yeah. They're not going to be horrible because they do have some experience and they have some decent players. But I don't see them being able to hold their own in the Prem and stay up if they don't make like serious changes yeah, this summer. They need a couple <laughs> signings, probably more than Fulham do. Yeah. Um to their starting 11, but yeah, uh congratulations to them and we can't wait for the playoff promotion which is Huddersfield, um Nottingham Forest, Sheffield United and Luton Town. Um and who do you, who do you want out of those for uh go making that third 
promotion spot. Well, the way see so the way you said that Huddersfield, uh, Nottingham Forest, Sheffield, and then yeah, Luton That's the how it is in the table. Yeah. So that's third through sixth. And I always like myself a little bit of a comeback, a little bit of an underdog story. Yeah. And Luton have not been in the Premier League since I I don't actually know the exact number, but for a long time. Have they ever? Let me see. Luton Town Premier League last time. <laughs> you think that'll bring it yeah, up? That'll bring it up. Um, I don't think they have ever. I don't think they have ever. They, they I, I'm not going to say this 100%. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they have ever before. That would be a great story. That would. And if they have, it was quite a long time ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely I would like to see Luton go up and anything's possible in these promotion playoffs because you win two games and you're good. Mm-hmm. It's just a semifinal and a final. So, uh, I don't think that you can rely on like seeding as much in, in sort of like this format, but obviously Huddersfield and Nottingham Forest are going to have better chances. Yeah. I would say out of these four, um, I would personally go for Nottingham Forest. Um, I think they have the best chance of staying up out of them. Um, I think Luton would struggle. Um, and oh yeah. hundred percent. They would struggle. Yeah. Them. I have doubts with the other two, but Nottingham Forest from what I've seen, they, had very good games against Fulham when they played them and against other teams in the top. And also in their FA Cup run, um, they beat Leicester Arsenal at home in their run there. And they showed against Premier League teams they can play very well against them. Um, Jed Spence, who is one of their fullbacks, has really done well, and I hope he um, makes some appearances in the Prem as well. But I'd go for Nottingham Forest. And I'm, yeah, I mean, respectable. Yeah. They were ahead of Huddersfield before the game. Yeah, their last game of the season. Bournemouth. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah, it's super respectable. And I definitely could see that happening. You know me, though. I just like the underdogs. That's probably why my It'd be a great record speaks for itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Moving from the EFL championship, you know, the second division of English football, to the highest level of club football that yeah, you can go just... to, it's quite a big jump, Yeah. Um, which we've already covered a little bit, but we want to go into more depth about it. It's the Champions League, it's the semifinal, it's Real Madrid versus Man City, um, which, as we talked about, Rodrigo had a fantastic performance in, but we can't forget that <clears throat> Real Madrid went into this game down 4-3 on aggregate. They were playing at their home stadium, and they went down 1-0 in the first half of no in the beginning of the second half beginning of the second half um and so then they were down 5-3 so it really came down to the wire um it finished uh regular time 5-5 because Rodrigo scored the two goals in uh extra time to send it to extra time is that really how you would say cuz it was it two goals in, in ad- added time in added time to, to send, send it, it to, to extra, extra time. time yeah um and then Diaz caused a pen uh, which Benzema slotted in extra time, and Real won 3-2 um, in that game. No, uh, 3-1 in that game. Three, Yeah, 3-1 three, three, in the three, game. 3-1 in the game, and then uh, won 6-5 yeah. on aggregate. How often do you see a 6-5 aggregate in the Champions League? Well, when City went up 1-0, Mares goal was very good. Yes. Um, first time finish, and... I thought, even before, even going into the game, I was like, okay, no way there's going to be no more than, like, two goals in this match. I mean, I think it's going to be either Real Madrid score two um, to win the tie or City will score one to kind of seal it, which we thought they did. 
Um, I was not expecting a response from Real Madrid as I wasn't expecting it against PSG or Chelsea, but they do it again. Um, I feel like the biggest, it it could have changed so um, drastically when Grealish had those two chances. I don't know if you remember when the one dribbling down, dribbled past the goalie, like sent it across the goal line and then Mendy cleared it like with a sliding challenge right before it was put in. Yep. And then he had another one right after that where Courtois got a foot on it um, and it went just wide in a similar position. If one of those goes in, like obviously Real Madrid have done crazier things, but I don't think they're going to come back in that game and score um, three goals instead of two before extra time. Um, And I think, I mean, talking about Grealish, I don't know if he... It was a big signing, but I don't think I think we've seen this season that he doesn't really fit, you know, the Pep no, style. Yeah. He's been, you know, coached to just dribble um, and create chances on his own, but now he has to pass it off and play this very intricate style. Which, uh, how do you think it's worked for him in in his first season with City? I don't think he's played bad. I I, I mean, you watch a game. I wouldn't say you need to get this guy off the field or he yeah. doesn't belong on the field. Or really any of any of those sort of comments. But if you had told me that he was signed for a hundred plus million euros, I would have been like, "You're out of your mind." Yeah. Like there's absolutely no chance. So, uh, it, I think it's it's hard because he does, in my opinion, belong in a team that good. He can perform in a team that good. Is he able to express himself? Maybe, maybe not. But if he's having fun and he's doing what he wants to do, that like totally fine. You know, it's, you're able to do that. Like props to him, but I don't think he's worth a hundred million to that team in any way. But someone who might be worth a hundred million nice. to Man City, and who will definitely have a price tag of that much wherever he goes in the future is Erling Holland, who has now agreed a deal with Man City. Huge. I mean, absolutely I, insane. I mean, the rich get richer at this point. They just uh, do. Like. To sign Holland, obviously, on an agreed deal, nothing put pen to paper yet. But, uh, I mean, that's going to just change their attack completely. Because the whole thing this season was playing without a striker, pretty much. Yep. Before Jesus started scoring a little bit towards the end. Phil was playing, like, false nine. Yeah. They had De Bruyne up there. They had Phil. They had Sterling at some points. I mean, to have now, like an actual striker who can hold it up, can run the channels and score on his own and it, like in the air. I mean, remember Pep's team in 2018, 2019 um, when Aguero was like still fit and yeah. able to play yeah. and they would score literally like six. Goals <laughs> a game. Yeah. Every single game they would score like six goals because you would have Aguero running in behind. So you'd score like two or three like that. Yep. And then you'd have De Bruyne or Sterling or someone else scoring like wonder goals from outside the box. You'd, you see Phil chip in here and there, Mara's chip in here and there. Um, although they, not all of them were at the team at that time. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, players like that. Um, so, I mean that like, that is in my opinion, what we're going to see out of city again with a player like Holland. It's scary. I mean, the attack now, you would think, I don't know what your opinion is, but a front three would probably be Foden, Holland, and who would be your other winger? Would it be Mares or Sterling? Um, well, it's so form-based, right? Because yeah. Pep switches his team pretty much every week. Based All of them can do the job. Well. It's I just, mean, you have, yeah. you have uh, 
Sterling, Mares, Jack. Yeah. Um. I mean, there. I mean, you could. I mean, you can keep the list going. Yeah. There's a lot of people that can play in those positions that can score and can do the business. So, in my opinion, it's really just whoever is performing at the given time. Yeah. Um. But moving on, we also have to talk about you know a few notches down in European football. Not quite the Champions yeah. League. Not quite the Europa League, no. but the Europa Conference League, which took place. That was one of the predicted games that we had, which was Roma versus Leicester, which ended up with a Roma win where they won 1-0, and they went through to the final, uh, winning the aggregate score 2-1. Tammy Abraham, incredible season. He's, Jose Mourinho, incredible season. Yep. Well, I mean, Yeah, he's highest uh, English scorer in top five leagues really? this season. Yep. Wow, that's um, crazy. And... Yep, Jose does it again. He can be the first manager to win all three. Um, that's that's so stupid though. That's like which the is stupidest. Like, yeah, ah, that's terrible. Because I mean, like, yeah, he's one of the only managers probably in the conference league that has that, that resume. Yeah, and and like it's only been other, around for this year. Yeah, this so. is the first year, and the other managers who could win that are all in higher level competition. Exactly. Like that's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, he he wins trophies. He gets to the finals. Um, it. The Europa League, obviously, and Champions League is more impressive. But with this Roma side, I mean, you're winning a European trophy either way. Don't like, you gain access to the Europa League winning the yeah. conference? That's kind of just sad. Yeah. I mean, where are Roma and the Serie A they're, now? They're 11th. They are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they need this. They do. Yeah, they, get, this to, will help them. Oh, they're 7th. 7th now. How close is 7th and 11th? Oh, they're tied on points. <laughs> How close is seventh and eleventh? Uh, twelve points. <laughs> yeah, never mind. I don't know where I got eleven from. Seven eleven. It's similar. Same same thing. It's similar. It's a gas station. So convenience store. Yeah. Um. But this, Atalanta. They do need the... Yeah, Atalanta are ahead of them, but they're I mean, not gonna. Ooh. I mean, if. And they're losing two 0 to Fiorentina, who are right below them. Oh yeah, at the moment, like so, during while we're recording. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, they're, they're going to need that Europa League. It's definitely the safest option. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for Roma versus uh, Feyenoord in that game and yeah. for, for Jose, you know. Feyenoord are currently third in the Eredivisie, and I would think that that's similar to being, you know, seventh or eighth in the yeah. Serie A, considering the depth of the Eredivisie. So it should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. I'm rooting for Roma. I'm rooting for... Tammy Abraham and that whole side, Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. Um, former FC Dallas player. You might hear a little bit about him in our interview with Emmanuel Almaguer. Um, I did just spill it, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Well, oh, no. I suppose if you've listened to this far. We'll bleep it out before we <laughs> premiere it. <laughs> if you've listened this far, though, yeah. you might deserve it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that concludes the section where we talk about this past week. Now we're going to go into... The beloved predictions for this next week. Not quite beloved for you. No, it's not. And we had Suddy do my predictions for last week. And if it's on the screen, yes, Suddy. I I just can't see it. Um, Perfect. So you can see that I, or Suddy, and I didn't have the best week overall. But considering we tied you, it was okay. Yeah, I'm the benchmark, you know. Yeah. That's what you're working towards. (laughs) (laughs) But even, even I... You know, I always get everything right. Yeah. Even I had a bit of a slip you up. You did have a stinker. Um, it's so evident that you get everything right with a losing record, you know. Yeah. All right. 
I am actually, uh, you know, wondering what your plan is for this week. Are you going to go back to the Sutton predictions as he, you know, did all right for his first try? I might. Um, you might. Sutty, how do you feel about I'm I'm willing to give it another try. You're willing to give it another try? Okay. If you're all right with that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, I, so, do you want me to start or do you want, do you want to start? To be fair, though, like, I was almost, I was this close to getting two. You were. You were this oh, close it's, to Oh, it's on two. a knife's edge every and time. It's on a knife's yeah. edge. Um, okay, well, then uh, let's, Mac, do you want to start or do you want Sadie to start with? Uh... I can explain the first one. Yeah. Um, North London Derby, which uh, is Spurs versus Arsenal at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Arsenal are in fourth, Spurs are in fifth, um, four points behind or between them. It's one of the most intense and high stakes North London derbies in a while, I think. And really, whoever wins this, it, if Tottenham win it, it's going to be a very close end of the season. If Arsenal win it, they pretty much give, give that breathing room um, for that top four spot. So... Sutty, would you like to give your pick first or me? Let's get the Sutton camera up there. Let's roll it in. Oh yeah. We need the, yeah. we need the people to see your face. They won't be able to see the prediction. That's fine. They just need to see your beautiful face. But only when I'm when I'm giving Yeah, when you're yeah. talking and then we switch it back. We just yeah. need to roll it in. I'll let you go first for this one. Okay. Okay, Mac will go first. Um obviously Antonio, Young Min, Harry, they're doing very well. I mean, they tied Liverpool at Anfield. Great result. Mm-hmm. Um, really shook up the title race for the Premier League. We didn't really talk about that, but um, it was it's now City by three points, I believe. Um, yeah. We can't get to everything. So much happens in football. Yeah. Um, we got to make sure we cover our beloved segments as well. Yes. Uh, but I think coming off of that, Arsenal... You know, they've been up and down a bit. They beat Leeds this weekend, um, not very convincingly. But uh, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it's going to be a win for the Hotspurs, and it's going to make it a one-point um, race here. That's what you're thinking? Yep. So a win for Tottenham. Yep. Okay, Saudi, switch to your camera. Let's roll it in. The people can see your face. The people can see producer Sutton. I'll, I'll turn my mic like this so they can still hear me, but they can also hear you. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like Max said, Tottenham versus Arsenal, the North London Derby. What are we thinking? It's at Tottenham, by the way. I am thinking, just in my mind here, I'm agreeing with Mac on this one. Yeah. I think Tottenham's going to win. Nice. And it's going to bring the title race closer. I would. Who's the um, manager there again? The Antonio Conte. Okay. An Italian. And, and, and he's an Italian. Yeah. I think, I think Tottenham. Yeah. The Italians will prevail. That's, that's what made your choice, yes. that he's Italian. Yeah, okay. Lovely. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right, no so other, no, other part. Yeah, okay. no other reasons. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so moving on to the next game. By the way, great prediction study. I'm sure that people love getting you involved a little bit. Is that um, what you would have said? That that is what I would have said. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Tottenham are on the come up at the moment. Yeah. Um and they yeah, I mean I, I think they're I think Conte's done pretty well with them. I, mm-hmm. I I would say the same. Yeah. The next game is Luton Town Football Club versus Huddersfield, which is a championship playoff semi-final now for anyone who doesn't know for my aunt in atlanta for study for all these different people that listen to the podcast and don't necessarily understand what's going on when we say championship playoff semi-final it basically means that it basically means the second division playoffs to see who gets promoted so the championship like we've talked about quite a bit is the second division in england and to decide who gets promoted they take 
four teams from the division that finish between the third place and sixth place, and they all play to see who gets promoted. The first place and second place get automatically promoted, and then third, fourth, fifth, and sixth battle it out to see who gets that last spot for promotion. So this is the first game in the playoffs for that. Again, Lutontown versus Huddersfield. Huddersfield has been in the Premier League before, and they are known by a lot of England. Luton, not so much. Much more a lower league football club, but it would be beautiful to see them advance and possibly get into the Premier League. So let's have Suddy start with this one. Mm -hmm. Switch it to the Suddy camera. Let's roll it in there. Suddy, who do you think is going to win this game? I mean, we all love an underdog story, I think. We do. And, you know, I think I'm going to go with uh, Luton Town. Luton Town. Nice. Okay. So it's the underdog story with the win. Luton Town with the win. Okay, so they're going to, you think they're advancing to the playoff final of the second division? Yeah, and have they been good this season? They have. They've been way better than they have in past seasons. They're not a, like, super, they they just barely made the cut for the playoffs, Mm. but they are on a roll. Okay, well, that's my, that's my, Mm. sweet. Um, for me, I know they have uh, lost a couple of their starters to injuries, at least in the past couple of weeks. Luton? Yeah. Um, and Huddersfield coming in as the favorite. I'm gonna... so, he's, so he's freaking out. Yeah, now. he's quite, quite, quaking in his boots here. I, I left that information myself. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. He's so sneaky. Yeah. First leg, you know, I'm going between a draw and a Huddersfield win. I'm not sure... I think I'm gonna go with a Huddersfield like one zero win. And then and then Luton maybe, you know, given a good fight in the second leg at okay. Huddersfield. But, but we're only going first leg right now, yeah. so you're saying I'm saying a one nil to Huddersfield. Nice. Okay. So that concludes the lower level football yep. that we're predicting. Yep. Now we have Chelsea versus Liverpool. This is the FA Cup final, the final of the tournament for domestic football in England. The two teams who have made it all the way and are battling it out for a trophy this season. And so it would be like if, for the NBA, it would be like if every team, just while they're playing regular season, every team in the played G a League different, too. yeah, just played a different tournament, uh, single elimination for a different knockout. trophy that wasn't part of their regular season games. So it's like a second NBA Finals. Kind Pretty of much, yeah. yeah. Not, not, as, not as important. You're and not the best includes, in the league, you're it, just it would, the best. It would the, be like yeah. if the NBA and the G League both got together and played this tournament together. And the people from the G League were playing as well? Yeah. yeah, so like G League teams could be involved. Now, usually the NBA teams would make it to the final, but it includes everyone. So, all right, so let's, switch it. let's roll in the study cam one more time to finalize his predictions on my behalf for this week, Sadi's trying to salvage my record before we finish the season out. Yeah. What What are you thinking? <laughs> That's going to be a dull, it, It's a tough, tough one to salvage. Yeah, tough task. Yeah. Um, He's in the Liverpool playing in the... Cha- the Champions League final as well. Yeah. Um, so they have a lot of finals coming up. They do. It's tough. I kind of want to say a draw. You, oh, you can't, you can't. It, it's a final, so they one person has to oh, win. They could go to penalties. So you're going to say it's draw to penalties. Go to draw to penalties. penalties. Is that an option? You, like, they could draw and then go to penalties, and then who's one win could win. Penalties? No, Liverpool. 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 All right, the man has spoken. It's unlikely that they win the quad, considering what's going on in the Premier League right now, but they could win the Champions League. They could win the FA Cup, and they already have won the Carabao Cup. That would be some form of a treble. Now, be fantastic for Liverpool fans. What are you thinking? 
I'm going with a Liverpool win as well. Okay. I don't think it's going to be as close as a penalties as it was for the Carabao Although Cup. Although that doesn't matter for these predictions. No, as it was for a Carabao Cup. I think... And Li- this is a rematch of the Carabao Cup. Yeah, I think Liverpool are just unstoppable um, at the moment, especially in cup competitions. Against Chelsea, they've shown the season. Um, I mean, I just... I think they'll really come out there with a purpose, and Chelsea are just all over the place. They're a bit of a mess right now. Um, as far as you know, goal scoring, you know, giving up points, they're just in, they're in the middle right now, and I think they just need the season to be over with. So that's yep. a Liverpool win for me. I I completely respect that. I would have picked that as well. Mm-hmm. So me and Sadie are on the same page there. Thank you so much, Sadie, for participating in my predictions again. I mean, the man. Has it, it's got to be you next he, next week, probably. You think so? Yeah. The the man has taste. If he goes three and zero, he gets it again. Yeah, that's the rule, but... We, we gave it to him again this week to yeah. give another opportunity. If he goes 3-0, he gets to take it again. Otherwise, next week, I'm on my predictions. But to be fair, my predictions are usually 0-3, so it's not really much of a difference. Yeah. But yeah, that concludes our predictions for this week. Really looking forward to seeing how those matches end up. The only other things that we have to cover, or the only other thing that we have to cover this week, is fantasy which is coming to a close at the moment. Yeah. Only the last Couple two games left. weeks left for fantasy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's not looking too hot for myself. Um, actually, no, for you. I'm, I can't see which side I am. I'm just going to check my own fantasy. It's yeah. kind of sad that I haven't checked my own fantasy. Um, oh, no, yeah, I'm not. Oh, I am good. Okay. No, yeah, you're yeah, good. I'm good. Um, it's not looking too hot for you. No, but... Um... 36 average there's still you know half my team still has another game to play um De Bruyne hasn't even played in this game week for me which I don't really get because they played they played Newcastle so I don't know where those points went (laughs) Um, but uh that must have been glitched or something (laughs) does it say Newcastle isn't in there let me check well okay Sterling got 16 in my draft for Newcastle. It says De Bruyne didn't play. How many did he get? Nine for Cancelo for me Ooh. on Newcastle. Let me check real quick. That might have been an old picture. But I just did it <laughs> like <laughs> an hour ago. <laughs> uh, You're still on 20. Six. He got six? Six for De Bruyne. Um, so that was a glitch. Yeah. I don't, who knows? The numbers don't quite add up on your screen anyway. But I'm still at 20, but they just didn't show the six for De Bruyne. But um, Mount, Pookie... Simikas, Van Dyke, um, everyone's still got a game to play for me. That's still not where I want to be, I'd say, especially with you at 60. Yeah, um, I had a really nice week. And you still have a couple players to play too. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, Leandro Trissard with 17, Jared Bowen with 13, yeah. Cancelo with 9. Captain Dennis, which is always good. Yeah, 4 for four, Dennis. 4 points. Uh, Sanchez with 7. You know, it's really solid all around. My bench consistently with ones or twos is really good to see. Yeah. Um, you want to be picking the right players to yeah. play, and I really am yeah. at the moment. So, uh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really happy with that squad that I put out there. I've got another game for Emerson Royale and Coutinho and Dennis and Jimenez this week, So mm. and Cancelo. So yeah. really just a lot more going on and could really expand up to close to 100 points for my – uh, wow, are you, is that what you? That's want? my prediction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred points is pretty simple. Yeah. Laid back and and let's not overlook 
the right side of my side, which is 63 points in my draft team. Another just fantastic performance. Ben Rama had 16, Trissard with 17, Diaz with 4, Sanchez with 7, Cresswell with 6. I mean, just the points are coming in from all over the place. And not to mention one, two, three players still able to play. So, I mean, upwards of 80 for that team. Yeah, I mean, Sterling with 16 for me, and then that's really all she wrote. Uh, Still at 40 points, which is, you know, it's better. It's better than my actual... Fantasy team, do you see... Is this game week 35? Um, 36, I think. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. So I'm, I'm winning right now in game week 36. What about me? 63 to 18 to the bottlers, James. He seems to be bottling this mm, match yeah. a little bit. You yourself are winning to Miles, 40 to 29. So it's okay. still respect. It, I mean, it doesn't really matter yeah. if you win by two or yeah. by 100. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what the, about the league? The league standings, I'm in seventh still, not ideal. You're in fourth still, also not ideal. Really doesn't look like anyone is going to catch up. Eli could, especially I'm beating James right now. So Eli, is Eli winning at the moment? Um, Eli is not. Sutton, Sutton is beating Eli. Wow. That is huge. Wow. Sutton is beating Eli. What 20. a story. Who does Sutton have that got points? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, okay, so Zinchenko got 11. Must have been De Bruyne. De Bruyne right? got six. Fabianski got six. Everyone else is in prison. <laughs> um that's actually very good for him that's that's crazy who else had zinchenko in there too? yeah like well no so Suddy's beating eli which is um which is huge resulting in eli not getting points when i'm also beating eli's james. top like eli is three points behind james for number one and james is losing to me so if eli were to win he would have the goal differential wow he's he bottling would, so he would have his he chance just, to go he just full. bottled his chance by losing wow to 10th in the league that's crazy you you don't my worst you yeah. are 10th in the league you don't see drama like this very often it's a incredible yeah. league it's you know title race just goes down to the wire yeah it does well that concludes the entirety of the podcast for this week like we said keep your eyes peeled for uh interviews and other stuff that's coming up um sutton producer sutton has some business that he has to do so we want to make sure he gets out of here promptly and on time uh but yeah hope you guys have a great week hope you were able to watch some of the matches that we predicted and hope you're able to come back next week and watch on youtube or spotify or listen on apple and until then peace